Hello, everyone. Welcome to today's Accelerate Your Performance podcast. I'm your host, Jana Pilcher. Thanks for having a desire to be your best at work and help your organization achieve success. This podcast is all about actions we can take and to improve workplace culture and achieve results. And they are all aligned to our nine principles for organizational excellence. Joining me on today's episode is our Senior Director of Leader Coaches, Dr. Melissa Matarazzo. Melissa joined our Cedar Education team in 2014, uh, one, of our, one of our first core members, and was so glad to, to have Melissa join our team. She coaches partners around the country to identify and execute priorities on their priorities using her extensive background in education within school systems. Melissa completed her master's and doctoral degrees at Harvard University and her bachelor's degree from Brown University. Um, She also um, initially connected with Melissa in Charleston County School District when she started working on her doctoral dissertation on the impact of an evidence-based leader evaluation Um, for school and district leaders. Her approach focuses on aligning powerful leader development with effective systems of internal accountability. And and, uh, she started there and has continued to do such significant work across the country and is very passionate about that work. I've just really enjoyed having the opportunity to work side by side with Melissa uh, in the last five or six years. So today I'm excited to have Melissa share her experiences with you on what she's learned in the field and really focusing on leadership development. So, Melissa, thank you for, for joining today. Thanks, Janet, for the opportunity. So let's, let's get started. I, uh, I, I love these questions and I can't wait to hear your answers. You know, so I think that's, uh, I just, they're just right for you. And I, I think you can, you can share so much insight with our listeners. So let's start with this one. You've worked with numbers of partners and organizations, education organizations in the country as a coach. And and you also are leaders of our leader coaches. You know, so what have you learned over the years? I think from when I started uh, six years ago to now that one of the the biggest things I've learned, um, which I think applies to coaches or leaders, is it's okay not to have all the answers. Uh, I think earlier in my career, I felt like I had to have the single best solution for every problem or challenge that leaders face. And I begun to see leadership and coaching more as helping people find the right answer for them, which has necessarily helped me um, let go of their even the sense that there is one right way for any um, challenge or situation and increase my openness to thinking about multiple paths um, to to the outcome or the solution that people are are working towards. And then kind of uh, that's probably the brighter side of what yeah. I've learned. And the, <laughs> the harder side of what I've learned is how incredibly difficult it is for grownups to change their behavior. Um, I tend to think of behavior preceding belief that we help people do things differently and then they come to see themselves in the world and their organization differently. But man, uh, it's really hard to help people make those shifts in what they do. Yeah, gosh, you know, and, and I think we can all learn that for ourselves too, right, Melissa? You know, I mean, it's just... Indeed, I am no better than anyone else at it. <laughs> yeah, you know, and, you know, I remember years ago, it kind of started with, or I think, I think it was Quint who used to ask this question, and 
in the, you know, so you change behavior or attitude first and people will tend to say, oh, you got to change attitude to change behavior. And I think what, you know, what you learn pretty quickly is, well, you got to change behavior and the way you change behavior is to start doing something, <laughs> you know, just start at it. And yeah. that, you know, personally, that's what I've learned um, too. So, wow, great, um, great learnings there. Um, and I, I love the, I love the, the, that you don't always have to have the answer. Um, you know, that you're really helping people search inside to find that answer. So uh, appreciate those those responses. Um, so just kind of taking it, you know, looking at it internally with yourself too, how has how what you learned, you know, helped you grow professionally? Yeah, it, it's interesting. I think this this is the harder question because it really goes to that point. What has my be, how has my behavior changed because I've learned <laughs> some things, right? So I think that's, uh, I really have to reflect and think about that. And one of the things, a couple things I would say is that I'm more patient than I was some time ago. Um, I used to think the first solution was probably the best one. And I move more slowly than I ever did in prior years. And I think I'd actually attribute to you, Janet, the opportunity to learn how important it is to fully understand and understand perspectives and potential ramifications and really understand situations before then choosing the best reaction uh, or the best next step. And I think, you know, that that has also allowed me to really do something which I think I said I did, but I didn't really previously, which is to focus on the outcome I want for people to achieve and have less, less of my hands in the house. And there are certainly times when I do, but I, I know folks who have worked for me in the past who might have chafed at do this, then do this, then do this, then do this. And that was how I thought a leader needed to behave. And increasingly, I am able to step back and say, I want you to be here at this point, but I can acknowledge that there are different ways to get there. And even if it's not the way I might have done it, that's okay if you achieve the outcome in the end. And obviously, I guess I would just also say that that only works in an organization like ours, where our commitment to values is incredibly strong. So I never have to worry that the how that somebody chooses is going to be antithetical to what I believe and what I think matters. Um, so it also, I think that 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 trust that we have organizationally allows me to be a better leader because I can trust that people are going to make different decisions, but they're all going to fit in the channel of how we believe, um, how we believe we should be working. You know, so thank you, Melissa. And, you know, I just, I was thinking even yesterday when we were on a, a meeting together and, um, you know, you're, you're so, um, I can see examples of how you do that. You know, you you ha you ask very good questions, right? And so, you know, yesterday we were trying to get to an outcome, and you were. I, I can see you in the field as a coach, and the questions that you asked me when I got off that call is like, well, I'm so glad Melissa asked those questions because I didn't really come in thinking about those questions. But when I had to answer those questions, it was a difference maker. I think that's just an example of, I mean, internally, it helps too with our teams, but, um, but also, you know, just how we, how you have, have grown and how you teach others and help others do the same thing. So it's pretty magical when that occurs. I felt it as, as the person, you know, that achieved. I'm glad to hear it. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> Absolutely. Um, you know, so speaking of that, you know, how has what you've learned helped you be a better leader of others? So you lead other leader coaches, you know, so how mm-hmm. has that helped you get better at that? I think, you know, I, I see less, um, I see less extremes and more of a developmental curve. So in, in working with the people that I have the great privilege of leading, I, in earlier times in my career, might have felt, oh, this person is good or this person's not good, or this person can do X, but they can't do Y, and kind of put people into really judgmental categories. And I think what I do now is try to think more and act more in the sense of everybody's on a path. And my job is to help them move along the path in the way that's best for our organization and the and the organizations we serve and also good for them. And those things aren't always in alignment. So that can also that can sometimes be challenging. But but I, I think what that's made me do differently is be more attentive to the people and who they are and where they want to go. I'm I'm onboarding a, a new employee who's joining us from another part of the organization and I, the first question I asked her in our first one-on-one is one I would never have asked uh, 10 years ago, but it was, why do you come to work each day? Like, what are you about? Yeah. <laughs> and, and where do you want to be? I said, where do you want to be in five years, 10 years? And right. I just, I don't know that I would have had um, the, that as my frame for then, okay, I'm going to make you be the best you could ever be, but I think that's been really helpful. And, and I, my prior focus was so, it's interesting. I had gotten myself, I think in some cases into a vicious cycle of a focus on results without the, um, accompanying focus on relationships. And when you ignore the relationship, you actually take away from your capacity to achieve the results. Right. And then because you're not achieving results, nobody wants to have a relationship. So it was really kind of a, a negative track, I think we, and many of us, I I don't think I'm unusual, can get on that. Um, And so even now I have to balance that, you know, it's not natural for me yet. Um, I have to be, I have to think and plan. So I have to slow down very intentionally in order to balance that because it is a learned skill for me, which for many people, at least I, from my experience, it's, it's more natural, but it is learnable. And I think that's really at the heart of it. And I appreciate that. You know, it's um, just appreciate talking to our listeners, you know, as you as you've gone through that process of growing too. you know, so I think that in and of itself is to say as leaders, we're constantly growing and challenging ourselves to grow. And even when we even when we begin to get, get something right or do something better, it doesn't mean we don't have to continue to work on it. You know, I mean, I just feel that. Sure. And I know you do too, Melissa. So, um, but I can tell you, I, one reason I wanted you to speak to this topic is because, I mean, you're just one of the best at really helping your team. I mean, you really are. I, I you know, and that's not, I, I probably, uh, you know, I have my strengths and areas I need to work on. And, um, you know, one thing I've thought about is, is I've just watched you grow and develop and I could, I can definitely learn from you. So that's one reason I want to hear your answers to these questions. And I'm sure there are listeners out there who are probably in my shoes too. So, you know, I can get better. So, you know, the last question I'll ask today, I think is as you're working with, with some of the best leaders, one great thing about the work that we do is we tend to connect with some of the best out there, the best leaders. Um, you know, I'm just curious as you've spent your last six years in the field, you know, with leaders, you know, what do you think makes them the best when you think of those best leaders? Yeah. And um, 
the first two words that that come to mind when I hear that question are positive and persistent. Um, I kind of like alliteration, but I, I think of some of the particularly superintendents that I've had had the opportunity to serve, and they're just able, and it's not a false positivity. It's not like, ooh, sunshine and roses all the time, but they are always thinking about what's ahead in a positive light. Um, and I think this really aligns to some of what you've talked about very recently in, in other venues about cotters moving from surviving to thriving. They're kind of always thinking about how do we thrive. And they realize and know they're not going to get there in a day. And so they persist. And watching, you know, some of our, our, our partners I've, I've now worked with for six years. And so watching how things that they have wanted to accomplish, sometimes they have to persist a very long time to get there. And I think that's a real characteristic of leaders, leaders who do achieve. Um, and sometimes they persist and they have, I was just thinking this the other day that, that you actually get tired of their persistence because they're so <laughs> darn focused. <laughs> yeah. And and they're not, it's like a drumbeat, right? And and I've often, you know, said, oh, you know, you can never over communicate. So say it as many times. But I mean, I really do think sometimes that's an indication to me that they're so highly focused. I think great leaders celebrate people. Um, I think that is important. And in the past couple of months, I've, I've seen that even more, the achieving results, even small steps towards, towards progress um, or towards an outcome is really important. And then I think I'll just go back to something I said earlier in response and really credited you with, which is seeking to understand um, and seeking to gain knowledge. I mean, you said it, right? Leaders, leaders have to learn too. And I think that's personally, but it's also around the challenges and opportunities of whatever their role is, that they have to be curious and desiring of um, a better understanding of things at all times, you know, and I, I think that that yields great results when it's then applied to to the situations that they that they have faced. Thank you, Melissa. And to our listeners today, as you as you uh, go back and or as you've gone through and listened to Melissa and the responses to the questions, you know, I think um, as we focused on today, developing our people and building those relationships are extremely important and helping build those relationships to achieve results. Melissa, that's what I heard from you today, really building those relationships for a purpose to achieve outcomes that are most meaningful to us. I just ask, ask us to all think about, you know, how we could do that better as we go in, you know, throughout the week or in the next weeks, you know, just, just what one thing could you do to build those relationships always and look for those results and reinforce those actions in ways that, that help us develop our people um, and build those relationships so that they can be the best that they can be. And, you know, that's really what this podcast is all about. So again, Melissa, thank you for your, for your time today. Appreciate it. Happy to be here. Thanks. So since March, we've offered a series of webinars with our experts featuring topics like using courageous leadership to manage change and inspiring a collaborative sense of urgency. I'd love for you to join us on our next free 30-minute webinar to view our upcoming topics and to register, just please visit us at studereducation.com slash events. As always, to our listeners, I thank you for tuning in to Accelerate Your Performance. Please share the podcast and make sure you're subscribed. If you're looking for more resources related to today's episode, head over to studereducation.com slash podcast. 
I look forward to connecting with you next time as we continue this conversation with Melissa. We'll be glad to have that continued conversation and can't wait for it. Have a great week, everybody.